Welcome to Before the Business, a podcast dedicated to telling the origin stories of entrepreneurs. My name is Craig Swiston. From commercial kitchens in Kitchener-Waterloo comes Wicked Smart Hot Sauce. Inspired by family tradition, founder Ifoma Smart uses only fresh local produce to create vegan, gluten-free, and well-blended hot sauces to spice up your dinner table. These aren't sauces designed to blow up your taste buds, but rather refined creations that celebrate Ifoma's Trinidadian heritage. As a self-proclaimed lover of spicy everything, I'm delighted to welcome Ifoma Smart to the podcast. Ifoma, take me back. What got you started in the hot sauce business? It's so interesting. I was thinking about that in preparation for our conversation today and where I got started, where this company got started. And what pushed me forward to doing it was curiosity, right? And so I've got a passion for food. I've got a passion for spending time with my family and just sitting down to a good meal. And after spending years making hot sauce and giving it away, I thought, let me see if there's a market for this thing that I do. And it was a passion. And uh, after buying some, some crappy bottles on Amazon and perfecting a couple of recipes, I tested the market. And the market came back with overwhelming feedback that, yeah, this stuff's actually pretty good and we want more. And, and so using my, you know, using my MBA, <laughs> using my, you know, my, my business instincts, I wanted to find a way to reduce my operating costs, but also get as much of the product out there and just refine the process. But you didn't take your MBA with an eye towards building a hot sauce empire, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I pursued the MBA path because I felt it was necessary for me to um, formalize my education and my experience and open up new opportunities for me in, the, in my chosen career progression, right, which is in technology. And so I've been in the tech space for the last 20, 25 years. So how has your formal MBA education helped you with this business? It's such an interesting question. That the MBA is helpful because it allows me to it allows me to be polyvalent, right? And so I can, you know, I can look at operations, I can look at marketing, I can look at finance, I can look at all the things that it really takes to build and run a business, including production and distribution and marketing, and take all of the things that I've learned in my MBA and apply it to the hot sauce business. But what made you want to be an entrepreneur or maybe more specifically, what made you want to be an entrepreneur in the hot sauce space? I'm doing this because one, it's, it's a creative outlet for me. Uh, two, it allows me to connect with my community in ways that I quite honestly haven't before in the you know, 15, 16 years I've been living in Kitchener-Waterloo. I'm now able to see a different aspect of it. You know, funny story. At this time last year, I participated in the mayor of Waterloo's Oktoberfest market. I had a terrible car at the time. It was a transitional car uh, while I was waiting for a car that I had on order. And so this 2009 Volkswagen Jetta, I had to move it while I was getting set up for the market. The car broke down. Someone came, knocked on my window and said, hey, let's move your car. I'll give you a boost. And we're dressed up in leader hose in the whole nine yards because it's Oktoberfest. And so sure enough, this gentleman and I pushed the car out of the way and someone, we pop the hoods, he goes to his SUV, gets his jumper cables. Someone comes over with a camera and says, excuse me, Mr. Mayor, do you mind if we take your picture? It was the mayor of Waterloo. <laughs> I was pushing my car, right? And so 
I would not have met the mayor of Waterloo under different circumstances, <laughs> but by virtue of doing this market and, 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 right, it allowed me to, again, connect with my community in different ways. Are you originally from the Kitchener-Waterloo area? No, I'm not. So I was born in uh, Trinidad and Tobago, um, immigrated to Canada when I was four and grew up around um, the Western Quebec, Eastern Ontario region. So small town called Elmer, Quebec, uh, 40 minutes from Ottawa and lived in Ottawa um, for a number of years, moved to KW in 2007. Okay. So tell me about hot sauce. Where did your love of hot sauce originate? Hot sauce in Trinidad in particular is ubiquitous. You go to any Trinidadian household, open up their pantry, open up their fridge. There's probably not just one hot sauce. There's myriads of hot sauces that either they've made or aunts or uncles or other family members have made and given them. And so I've always made it, right? I learned to make it from my mom and watching her craft it and, and make it. And I knew that I sort of arrived when she asked me for my recipe. <laughs> and so by virtue of me making it and giving it away to my own friends and families for you know, presents, housewarming gifts, um, I thought that there's a market for it, right? And certainly with COVID especially, I think that opened up a huge opportunity for people to be hyper-local and explore their communities and buy local because we were limited and constrained in terms of where we could travel and what we could do. Take me through the distribution of your product. How have you gone about finding customers? Yeah, that, so I initially started out B2C, right? So direct to consumer, um, selling directly, uh, built a website and people were able to, and are still able to buy it via the website as well. But what I quickly found out is there's two other avenues. One avenue is through markets where you can, sell a large quantity direct to your consumers and also meet them and interact with them, which is fantastic. And I love that. And they continue to do that. The other channel is through retailers. And so it's evolved from B2C to B2B. And a number of retailers are now some of my largest customers who are on their second or third or fourth orders. And so those are the various, <clears throat> those are the various avenues that people can, can get access to the hot sauce and certainly try it direct market and retailers. So I'm guessing a lot of your first time customers meet you at a market. Uh, how do you feel the market still fit into your strategy of connecting with the community and, and building interest on a cons and a customer base for your products? Markets will continue to be um, a thing because people um, love to get out and explore their community. They love to meet other creatives and um, they also love to support uh, the community that they're in. And so I will continue to do markets. And if anything, I'll probably amplify markets next year. Uh, retailers are huge. And so while markets are great, they're able, they allow you to be able to have a grassroots following. When they go to buy their second bottle, you need to direct them towards a local market, uh, you need to direct them towards a retailer. And so partnering with retailers locally becomes really, really important as well. Building that relationship and um, innovating with them and finding ways for them to um, expose the product to, to their consumers. Um, from a brand perspective, I'm social media first. And so in my day job, I work in, I work for a large Canadian social media company, and I'm a huge believer in organic social marketing. As much as you know, paid ads gets a, a lot of visibility. Having someone post with your product or use your product and rave about it wins the day nine times out of 10. So in terms of the sauces themselves and the ingredients that you use, I guess I'm not far off in saying that 
you know, the types of peppers you use are not available 12 months out of the year here in Canada. Where do you source your ingredients from? So there's, I would say that there's a progression that um, hot sauce creators go through and that that progression looks different for everyone. For me personally, it was very expensive at first. And so buying products in a trusted source because I didn't have the network, I didn't have the contacts. And so I would buy my, my, my ingredients from the grocery store. And over time, through networking, I would get access to um, produce growers. I would get access to different suppliers. And over time, that cost reduces, right? And so I now am fortunate to have um, a network of pepper growers in Elmer, Ontario, where I source my peppers from. Um, I have a number of great suppliers that I work with where I get some amazing, amazing packaging and labels from. Um, other, you know, other suppliers that I also get the rest of my ingredients from. And again, it's a process, right? And when I started, I knew nothing about it, but by virtue of building up my own network and by virtue of making contacts within the community, I'm able to source better ingredients. And so for the peppers in particular, um, I went through the journey last year where I grew my own peppers, right? I went to a local nursery and I bought out all of the Carolina Reaper plants that they had. I bought a hundred Carolina Reaper plants, set up a greenhouse in my backyard and grew them because I wanted that experience, right? I wanted that experience of growing from a little seedling all the way to a super healthy harvest. And to this day, I still have peppers from what I grew last year that I'm still using in the sauces, right? So you're gonna switch from hot sauce to farming now? <laughs> I've done it once. <laughs> I'm good. And it's not just a question of, of getting the experience once, but it's also where the business is at today. I require much more, right? And so a close colleague of mine, he and I are working with a farmer in, um, with a farmer in Elmer, Ontario, who has 50 acres of peppers and will be able to supply us with more than enough pepper and variety of pepper for what we need. So let's switch gears here and actually talk about the sauces. Tell me about the sauces that you create. Um, when I initially launched, I came out with two sauces. And the sauces were in, are inspired by Trinidad, but they're not Trinidadian hot sauces. And if you've ever had a Trinidadian hot sauce, there's, there's definitely a unique distinction. And so part of the reason why they're inspired by Trinidad is because that's where I was born. And so it needs to be a tip of a hat or a nod to Trinidad and Trinidadian culture. And so I've got three sauces. The first is called Calypso. And Calypso is our flagship original sauce. It's made with not one, but two peppers. It's made with scotch bonnet peppers and Carolina Reapers with a hint of clementine. Um, the second sauce is called Soka. And I call Soka the hot sauce for people that say they don't like hot sauce. <laughs> it is very approachable. And so it's sweet heat. It's peach limes, and habanero. So very fruit forward. I would say it's our mildest sauce. And the newest sauce that we came up with is called Kaiso. And Kaiso is a nod to a Trinidadian snack or delicacy called mango chow. And it's picture, if you will, um, like a Thai mango salad, but as a hot sauce. Where do these flavor profiles come from? And, and how are you balancing the flavors between savory and hot? The whole design principle behind Wicked Smart Hot Sauce is about balancing heat and flavor, 
Anyone can make a hot sauce that's just, as we call in the islands, ignorantly hot, hot for the sake of being hot. And I'd like to think that we've evolved beyond, you know, a time when people downed hot sauce as a, as a sign of machoism or just being trying to be brave. People want to taste something. People want to elevate their dishes. And so in the islands, when a hot sauce is just ignorantly hot, it's just that. It's a stupid hot sauce. It's, it's an ignorant hot sauce. Just heat, no flavor. So is smart the opposite of ignorant when it comes to hot sauces? Where does the name come from? Wicked smart. When, and when something is, is, when something is good, it's also wicked in the islands. And so wicked smart is a play on, on that understanding, but it's also a play on um, Goodwill Hunting, which is a phenomenal movie. <laughs> and it also incorporates my last name, which is smart. And so again, wicked smart hot sauce came about because um, it's a nod to a hot sauce that's both wicked and it's an intelligent hot sauce that balances heat and flavor. Is there anything that you've discovered or realized along the way that customers are looking for from you beyond just making an exceptional product? So one of the things that I found out quickly is that people get bored of looking at bottles of hot sauce. They want to see how they can apply it, right? They want to see, you know, how do I enjoy it? But at the same time, they also don't just want to see hot sauce. You know, when I think about my approach to social media and leveraging Instagram, it's really about creating a balance that, yes, where hot sauce is the core, it's the anchor, but it's also about my real life. It's also about my family who's involved in the business. It's also about my passions, including Muay Thai, martial arts. Um, and so people really get a sense as to who I am as a person and who the person is behind the brand, in addition to the hot sauce and how they can use it and who else is using it and where they can find it. So in that perfect setup, how do people find you? How do people follow you? And how are people going to find your hot sauce? Absolutely. So people can give us a follow on Instagram. Um, our handle is wickedsmart underscore hot sauce. They can also give us a follow on Twitter uh, at wickedsmarthot and on Facebook, wickedsmarthotsauce. Ifoma, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. If you like listening to the origin stories of entrepreneurs, please continue to rate, review, and share the podcast with your family and friends. For more origin stories, check out the full collection at beforethebusiness.com.